Hey, this is Megan from Sheep to You, and you're listening to Bob and Kevin on the Schwagcast. You're listening to the Schwagcast. Welcome back to the Schwagcast. I don't know where we went, but I think we're back. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> what the? You need a rope? <laughs> <laughs> you okay in there? Close the door. Shut the light off. Jeez. I left the lid down. Maybe you want to trim your nose hairs and be like, you nah, know what? No. If I just get them off of my mustache, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a thought, but as soon as you said, as long as I keep them off my mustache, I'm aight. I I can't believe Bob actually really hangs out with Kevin. Oh, that's see, that's what. wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Megan. Yeah. Got some bad news, Bob. What? This is the last show. Before 20. Absolutely. Uh, then we're going to be into the, the, I don't the know, 20s. The double X's or something. Yeah, XX. So here we are at the Schwagcast at Phase 1. We have a special guest with us tonight. Who, where? We have Jerry Mallon in the what studio. The? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, if it isn't my old buddy, Jerry, how you doing? <laughs> okay. All right. He's going to be mute. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. So what's uh, what's the strangest thing that happened to you today? Jerry sitting in front of a microphone. Yeah, that's Looks strange. really strange to me. Next thing is uh, we actually have to get him to say something. Right. And then we have Ken sitting over here. Yeah. Hey, Ken. Hey, turn up head. Why don't you put that thing down and give me a hand, huh? <laughs> Same to you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> wow. That's pretty hardcore. Spring is nearly upon us. Nearly. We got like, what, 60 days or so? Uh, 50 Anything maybe? March, yeah. March something like that. 20 something. Uh, you know what is upon us? Tax season. Yeah. Have you broken open a, your taxes? No, I'm just in a quandary. Have you broken in your taxes, Jerry? I got a dry throat. So have a little tasty beverage there. Oh, he needs a tasty beverage. You know what I learned from Jerry last week is that in New York State, which is where we are here, that if I go to Pennsylvania, where the taxes is like two and a quarter percent less, right. and I buy something there, I have to pay New York State the difference in that? Is well, that true? Well, they want you to, but... You owe them. I don't owe them anything. Don't you think that Pennsylvania should collect that money for New York, and New York and Pennsylvania should have some interstate commerce clause law? Yeah, I mean, if they're going to put that on the tax form, they have to be able to manage that themselves. They can't depend on... Us common folk, to be honest. I have to save all my receipts for for beer and shoes and everything else that I buy in Pennsylvania. I go to Pennsylvania because the tax is 6%. Now, if that's the case, what happens if you go over to Pennsylvania and buy some clothes and it happens to coincide with the tax-free week in New York? What happens then? I mean, does... I guess you don't claim it. Does the time and space continuum just shred or what? (laughs) There's a black hole... (laughs) In the tax code somewhere. I don't know. You just fall in and... You know, what I, I know. what I question is, what if I'm a Pennsylvania resident and I do a lot of shopping in New York? Yeah, is, is Pennsylvania... Pennsylvania owes me. That answers itself. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why would you leave a state with 6% sales tax and go to a place well, with a eight and a quarter percent if, sales What tax? happens if you came up to New York from PA because there was a big sale on Right. And you bought clothes and, and say you got them for $10 cheaper here, so that more than offsets the tax that you paid, the 2.5% extra. Right. I should be able to claim that on my Pennsylvania tax form and get the two and a quarter percent difference back. Right. Besides, you bought gas in New York because you ran out when you came up here. Exactly. So I get the two and a quarter percent back on the gas, too. This is great. 
I'm moving six miles south into Pennsylvania. Man, look at you. I give it a week and you'll be pushing a shopping cart down the street. <laughs> so we have some international music tonight. International? Yeah, I got two bands from UK and UK? one from Germany. Germany, oh. Yeah. First up is, is a band by the Dankeschön. name of Waffle. Waffle? Wa- waffle. They're from the United Kingdom. Like waffle as in food or like yeah. waffle as in you're unsure of what you're doing? It's the same thing, right? Oh, so you're not sure if you ate or not? And I found these guys out on SoundClick, not at the Podsafe Music Network. Okay. So I, I think it is food because on their SoundClick page, they said the name of the band is because Liam was hungry. So they named their band Waffle. I don't know who Liam is. Had to get special permission from them uh, to, to play play their stuff but they've got like a six-piece band and half of them play horns so it's kind of like a a swing kind of ska sound so what's the other three like drums bass and cowbell (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it might be bass it might be bass it's westy pat sean tom andy and dan are the are the six members what is that i i think there's a problem with my mic stand (laughs) i think it was jerry (laughs) So tell us a story, Jerry. About what? what I mean, I'm playing what? my jaws. You ever play an instrument in school? Only one. What? What was the instrument? The the pan flute, <laughs> the Jews harp, jaws harp, Jews harp. It's, it's called jaw jaw harp. Spoons. <laughs> Spoons are cool. So the the song by Waffle we have is is called Going Down. Going Down. It's all, all right. good. They're not playing any gigs right now that I know of, but all of 2005, they scheduled about uh, one gig a month, okay. so I'm assuming that you know some new gigs are, are going to be coming up, but obviously, you know, cross a pond. So let's give a listen to Going Down. By Waffle. By Waffle. Right here on the Schwagcast. i 
come I'll get there on my own I don't need anybody I'm drowning but I don't mind at all That was going down from Waffle, uh, from the United Kingdom. Excellent. Those boys are all eighteen years old. Oh, yeah. What'd you think of that song, Jerry? It was amazing. It, it was. It was, it was it pretty was. cool. A little peppy. A little peppy. Kind of my style. Yeah. They, you can buy their CD by uh, emailing the band. Who's this? This is Furious Ball with a song called "A Fog." Hey, that's nice. You know what I'm thinking? What do you think about this whole? Uh, it's black. The Muhammad Prophet cartoon just fiasco. I, I think two things about it. First of all, I think we have to be sensitive to the Muslims' world, like what they say, you know, it's okay for an image to do. And, you know, we have to be sensitive to that, but we can't let that dictate what we do. But we also have to stand up for free speech. You know speech. what I think? The fact of the matter is, by doing what they're doing, they're perpetuating the stereotype. Sure, right. They see a cartoon with their Prophet Muhammad with a turban, looks like a, a missile or whatever it did. I right. didn't see the cartoon. And it was so, the Muslims that so, took it back to the Middle East and stirred so up the So immediately, what do they do? They take that, they stir up, yeah. and now, and now they're, they're burning embassies and they're bombing and they're fighting. So I guess that stereotype is right. You know, you, you know? got a good point. Because they, they don't tolerate free speech. They right. can't speak out for what they believe, even if it is a cartoon. Like, you know, say they drew a cartoon of of George Bush with with uh, you know driving a tank over a little miniature Iraq. Or We'd whatever. laugh. We would laugh. Right. So anything that offends them, automatically they resort to the violence. So you know what? You have just clarified that this cartoon is right on the money. Good point, Jerry. Well, first of all, George Bush is an infidel. He is an infidel, right? Okay. <laughs> or juvenile. No, he's a Gentile, not a juvenile. <clears throat> uh, anything to stir the pot. You know, uh, that's all the uh, Sunnis and... Yeah, uh, it's just... Right. I mean, they did it, ask for an apology, and the Prime Minister of Denmark did not submit to that apology. I would neither. And, and there's no what, reason apologize? why he should. Apologize for what? Or publishing the cartoon in a it's negative not against way the law. of Muhammad. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a, it's, it's a country with free speech. Yeah, so if somebody wants to express their opinion, hey, it's an opinion. Like pie holes, we uh, all got one. It's their law, not anybody else's. Right. Right. It's not no, a law it's not a universal. It's not a universal law True. that you have to uh, not publish something. Well, you know, who wrote the book uh, that they said, well, we're going to kill him, and he had to go into hiding. Oh, no, I know this answer. <clears throat> Summon Rushdie. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I just think it's ridiculous. Well, you, you know, you had a really good point because they perpetuate that image by their reactions. Exactly. Like in Afghanistan, <coughs> and over the last like 25, 30 years, they haven't had suicide bombers. No. Now, all of a sudden, this whole uproar yeah. happens. Guess what? They've got a guy on a motorcycle, drives up to a police yeah. station, kills 13, wounds 20. Well, along the same kind of political line... We've got a, a song called Donkeys and Elephants by Gecko 3. Okay. The, these guys are also from the United Kingdom. They're from Edinburgh. 
Uh, you can check them out at www.geckoo3.com. Uh, they list their influences as uh, James Brown and the fun-loving criminals. <laughs> so let's give a listen to Donkeys and Elephants by Gecko 3 from their Mentum CD from right 2005. Here on the Schwagcast. to be the president when the world can go wrong and who will want to be the major resident of a big white house at the center of a target shaped lawn and everybody knows your name makes you easier to blame everybody knows your name I guess I'm falling out with fame I guess I'm falling out with Donkeys and elephants The rule in this world Donkeys and elephants Yeah Rule in this world Who would want to be a major Hollywood star When your new film just bombed Who would want to ride in a long white car With blacked out windows And have your private life gone Everybody knows your name Some scream it out as they take aim Ah yeah Everybody knows your name I guess I'm falling out with fame I guess I'm falling out with fame Cause donkeys and elephants Oh! Ruling this world Cause donkeys and elephants Who will look after all the refugees When the last wave's in charge Who will leave a home sweet family Across the white ocean To where it's cheap to grow large And everybody knows your name Cause silver smells of cockle shells Just like a stain, yes Well everybody knows your name I guess I'm falling out with fame I guess I'm falling out with fame Donkeys and elephants They're ruling this world Donkeys and elephants Ruling this world Oh, elephants and donkeys They're ruling this world Elephants and donkeys this so if nobody knows my name Won't get upset, I won't feel ashamed No If nobody knows my name I guess I'm falling out with fame I guess I'm falling out with fame Stockies and elephants oh, The rule in this world Stockies oh. and elephants The rule in this world The rule in this world 
Okay, that was Gecko 3 with Donkeys and Elephants here on the Schwagcast. That's on their Mentum album? Mentum? Yep. Like Momentum without the Mo? M- right, exactly. Okay. Like Momentum. Right. They've right. got about a dozen plays out on the Podsafe Music Network. I cool. got these guys from, from the Podsafe Music Network. Obviously, it's a politically charged song there. That's a trio with a, a, a groove sound there, and they've actually evolved from just um, singing in guitars, and they've kind of phased out like a second guitar and brought in a double bass. Okay. And they play double bass. And I think that song actually has some horns. I love those contemporary songs that bring in like that horn section even if you hear like a aggressive rock song you know and they yeah. they throw in a little horn section yeah. I, like I, that. I, I dig that yeah that's cool now that kind of lays me back you like that yes yeah that music that you hear is art with 11 minutes after 11 11 11 11 11 11 11 when I hear donkeys and elephants, that kind of reminds me of that commercial that was on in the 2000, was it 2000? I think it was the 2000 election. The 2000 election, election where oh, that's it was my like favorite commercial Snickers of all and the guy's time. like in the voting booth and he just doesn't know what to do. And yeah, like this. Once my mom thought I was my dad. Space shuttle, that was mine. On the phone, people think I'm my dad. Kiss me, I'm on TV. We have the same name. Yeah, and the donkey pops up. Vote for me, vote for me. And then the Kiss me, I'm on TV. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> then the elephant's there. Hey, vote for me. <laughs> I'd like I look like my dad. It had been Wigs and Tories. The Wigs. So we need some words of wisdom, Jerry. Life's like a snowstorm. Just floats right along. Okay. It's it deep as it goes. Yeah. Nice. And then eventually it all thaws out and goes away. Wow. Aww, that makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, where'd you, did you watch the Super Bowl? Yes, congratulations Steelers. Uh, I have to apologize to Seattle. I thought yeah. Steelers was going to win by 12. Actually, if you ask me, the game was, it was pretty boring. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't was, real exciting. I would rate that as probably one of the, not one of the Least worst interesting Super Bowls, but games. yeah. Yeah, it didn't there have. There was a couple that. of bad calls in the in the game. I thought early you know, on, definitely. A, why in the Dickens did Pittsburgh call a timeout near end of the game when time was running out and Seattle had the ball and they called a timeout? Yeah, it was like one second left on the play clock or something. All, all I can think is they saw an offensive formation that they weren't ready for. Good defensive game. But would it even matter? They're 11 points up, so even if they scored, well, I guess, you know, you don't think that way. Exactly. I mean, the game can change in one play, eight seconds, you know, You know, I was, I was definitely rooting for the Steelers, but I can tell you what, that was not an offensive pass interference call on that Seattle receiver that caught that touchdown. Yes, it was. No he way. He pushed off. He, no, he no, created no, no, separation no. between yeah, he and the defensive guy, and that's, thought, that's illegal. I thought there was a little bit of... Uh, pleading to the ref with some body language by the Steelers defender. No. But that's just my opinion. I, I think if you watch it, you can clearly see where... Oh, you can see I mean, it. he's the defender but, is but right again, on him, and then... I've seen plays, Kevin, that were even more blatant offensive pass interference than that, and they don't get called, so... There were two plays in there that the refs call one, and then they call the other one just to even it up. One of them was when Seattle caught... The receiver called a pass... And then he fumbled it. They called it an incomplete pass. That's but true. But he did. It was a fumble. He did catch it okay. and lost it. The other one is when the Pittsburgh quarterback went over the goal line. He missed it by no, a quarter a, of an inch. No, that was a touchdown. No, that was a touchdown. Yeah. He I broke do, that plane. I believe the front end of that ball <laughs> did. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, he, he did like bring it in, but the way he came up, I mean, he was hit, and the yeah. the ball kind of pushed back. It it was. I actually got to watch that game on high definition television. And let me tell you, that is it's a world of difference. A couple of times we actually went back between like regular ABC and ABC high definition. Yeah. A world of difference. Yeah. I mean, you could see the the dimples on the ball. Like while like yeah. they're getting ready to throw yeah. it and tucking it, and I saw that play on high definition, and, and the ball broke the plane. So you got to see the Rolling Stones in high definition, huh? All the fans are are pro offense, and this was a defensive yeah. game. That's yeah. why it was boring. Right, it was a defensive game. You're right. I mean, I when it comes down to the Super Bowl, I like to see just some fireworks, man. You right, know, like seventy points or more. Between That's why the I wanted to teams, see thirty-six you know? twenty-four. Yeah. That would have been a heck of a game. But, but I, I got to admit, I was I thought the halftime show was hideous. Oh, and if by heinous. some chance, yeah, heinous, retire, guys. Yeah, just retire. Right, Keith Richards. If you were he any more bored, bored looking, you, yeah. you would have been sitting on a toilet. Right now, luckily, you know, I did not get to see that on high definition. At the time, Heidi think. and I were in the hot tub during halftime, and they just had like the yeah. smaller TV the, out there. And they sounded horrible. I mean, I understand it's, it's quick setup and everything, but right. I mean, the band sounded horrible. Who's the guitar their drummer? Playing, Charlie really? Watts. Charlie Watts. <clears throat> to, to me, Charlie Watts. They showed him like twice. He looked dead. Well, he's old, man. He's like he's, 70 years well, old. Well, I think he's 67 because he died three years ago and they stopped counting age after okay. he died. I, I actually think all the Rolling Stones died in the 80s and I think it's just puppets. I thought, can't you? didn't you see the wires hanging and there was guys up there manipulating them? Although it was nice to see that stage with the tongue, but even those people didn't appear you know to be what? that excited I to be there. I think last year's Super Bowl show with all of its uh, war, wardrobe malfunctions was... No, that was two years ago. No, that was last year. Two years. Yeah, they didn't no, have. No, that was last year, Kevin. They didn't have any cracks in the commercials this time. That was last year. Honest. No. No, that was last year's snafu. It was. That's where you're wrong, Bob. Anyway, we had a hundred phone calls from this. Two zero six three five zero IPOD. Here, I get my phone out. and start <laughs> calling. <laughs> you gonna make a call? Anyways, I thought it was less than a desirable halftime show. Yeah. It it was it was not a real good show. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. It went with the game, guys. That's true. You you don't want an incredibly exciting halftime show and a, a mediocre um, game, game, yeah. yeah. I don't have the patience for this sort of crap. So I'm making some updates to the webpage. Yeah, I saw I saw that. Kinda try to make it more readable, better yeah, organized. I saw you had changed the uh the background color on it there. It looked good. It was it was yeah, not so busy with that cloud background. Right, I, I, I wanted that cloud background because it was actually a photograph that I took whenever Jerry and I were hiking in the Catskill Mountains. Okay, and that was a picture from the top of Slide, over the mountains, and that was the 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 beautiful blue sky with the white clouds. I mean, it's a beautiful picture. It's oh, just yeah. not a good background for a web page. Yeah. It's tough to have busy backgrounds and yeah. web pages. Right. So you don't have a whole lot of time to grab somebody's eye and keep right. it there. So, yeah, so I made those changes. I also, um, I, I had to change my aggregator client. Um, I used to use iTunes, and I was talking to CC Chapman from Accident Hash, because I, I kept having this problem where the, the shows that I would download, and most of the time it would happen to his shows, it would just, like, end after 5 or 10, sometimes even, like, 20 or 30 minutes into the show. You just cut it right off? Yeah, it, it would just end. And I think part of the problem was... I have a satellite connection, yeah. and then I've got a wireless network inside the house. So if the connection would drop, 
iTunes wasn't smart enough to know that wasn't the same size as the original size in the enclosure in the RSS. So it would just say it's a done download and would go on. So I recommend Juice. It's a, it used to be called iPotter. So I downloaded that. That works perfect. So I'm just migrating all my stuff in there. So anybody who uses iTunes, I think there's about 15 or 20 of our subscribers that use iTunes. I recommend checking out Juice. I think you can get it from SourceForge. It's out there. Just search for Juice. Actually, go to our fact page. I've got a link out to Juice out there. Try that client. It works so much better. Thank you, CC Chapman. So what do we got uh, next on the musical uh, agenda? Well, uh, next we have the Kitchen Cowboys with a song called Free. Free. Free, with an exclamation point. Okay. Uh, This is a, a band from Germany. You can check them out at kitchencowboys.de. Okay, Got obviously. .de for Germany, right. right. Uh, they were formed in 99. They've released three albums. This is from their second album, Want to Be Rich. All right. Check them out. Uh, they have received over uh, 20 plays on the Podsafe Music Network, so we'll be about 21. Okay. Make them legal to drink. <laughs> so let's give a listen. This is free by the Kitchen Cowboys. Right here on the Schwagcast.
Okay, that was free by the Kitchen Cowboys. From right Once Be Rich. Right here on the Schwagcast. Hey, Jerry, meet Jerry. Jerry's the cat, and Jerry's the guest. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, with that, He's let's uh, take cat. it down and see what Herb Kurt Street's got to say. Hey, Herb. This is Herb Kurt Street. You're on the Spot Reporter, exclusively here on the Schwagcast. Astronomers recently revealed they have discovered a new moon orbiting Uranus. This is Herb Kurt Street. You're on the Spot Reporter, exclusively here on the Schwagcast. I never would have guessed. That surprises me. Well, maybe not just, surprises that's me. That's just typical. Where'd you get those clips? I found them in the hole in the wood. The hole in the wood? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. What's that sound? I don't know. Coming out of the hole in the wood. I don't know. It must be... Uh, Herb Kurt Street. Herb Kurt Street. What was on your mind today, Jerry? What's been on my mind? Well, it just I happened to have uh, got into something I shouldn't have got into today. Well, I mean, it just it was a blast. What really the, was a blast. What'd you get into? I was just thinking about old days, years and years ago. Really? I had smoke coming out of the back of my head. Oh, <laughs> he was reaching to the back of the card catalog. What's this book? <laughs> so, what, what, what was what was the image that you were thinking of that made smoke come out your head? Kind of young when back when I was just a young thing, you know, uh, wild and well, that ain't changed a whole lot. <laughs> so, were you thinking of like, oh, just in general, or just, just something you can't say on the family oriented show? It just, you know, how your mind just flicks from here to there and back and forth, yeah. and you get on a thought and you roll with that, and that takes you somewhere sure. else, and it. I think that's called adult ADD. ADD? Yeah, not subtraction. Double A, double D. Beep, beep. MCL. (laughs) (laughs) We're not getting paid for this. I know. I'm surprised you can reference that. Double Double A, MCL? MCL. Mufflers, right? Yeah, but that hasn't been around in years. How about about the guy that has a hair growing out of the center of the tip of his nose? (laughs) It's about a quarter inch long, hanging down. Who's that? I've never seen that. You haven't? I have. Huh? I had a friend, Jeff, who had uh, a chest hair. <laughs> yeah, that was nasty. I it was saw like, that. It was like four inches long. And we were swimming uh, in my pool. We were playing Meathead Olympics, and there was a pool event, so he didn't have his shirt on. And I'm like, Jeff, put your shirt back on. And I saw this four-inch long hair, like, zoink. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, look at that. <laughs> I'm like, how can you not know that you have a four-inch long hair on your chest? <laughs> Did you ever measure the length of the hairs below your neck? You don't have to keep moving that, Jerry. Really. Well, let me handle my own mic, will you? <laughs> yeah, let him handle his own mic. I think he just likes moving his mic around. It kind of irritates me if Bob doesn't let me play with my mic. I know. He's like, he's like your mother. He's your <laughs> father. He's your babysitter. All rolled into one. He doesn't let you do nothing. I'm going to play with my mic. Make me a cup of tea. Or maybe I just ought to let him play with my mic. <laughs> Is it hot here? I adjusted your microphone once, Larry. I ain't going back. Hey, you should lay off the caffeine already. Hey, we got a frapper. Yeah, frapper. I set up a frapper map. Uh, forward slash swagcast, so you can go put the pin in there. Yeah, um, I just set it up, so the only pin in there is... Is just basically Binghamton. Okay. So I invite all of our listeners uh, 
to go out there and place their little pin on the, on the Frapper map. Okay. And also, if uh, if anybody would be interested in uh, using Gmail, I have like 98 invitations on uh, my Gmail account at schwagcast at gmail.com. So if you're interested in trying it out and you're using like Yahoo or some other client, I really like it. You know, oh, I've got it too. You have 2.6 gig of free storage and yeah. it has a really good way of archiving. It's nice. And it is nice. Because nothing I hate more than like a jumbled inbox. Yeah. And I don't like going to like an all documents thing. You right. Know? It's like you can make up your own little categories and you can archive them to that. Mm-hmm. And then you have a nice little index section where you can go to right. your uh, your headings that you've created for right. your emails. What it does is it puts a label and you can star yep. certain messages. So you can search just through a label or search just starred mail. And you don't really have to delete anything unless you're no longer going to use it. Right. So if anybody is interested, send a, you know a message to say, hey, I want to try out Gmail. Send that to Schwagcast, S-C-H-W-A-G-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. I'll be happy to, to send you an invitation. Cool. Uh, this song it, right here, this is Halsey and High uh, with their song called To Be Infinite. Check it out. What do you think? I'm going to check them out. Halcyon High, H-A-L-Y-C-O-N. Is that is that like a, a a heavy gas or something? No. No, it's not. No, you're thinking uh, halogen. Halogen. Okay, what's halcyon? Halcyon is it's kind of like a celebration type of meaning. Okay, am I pronouncing that right? Halcyon. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. That'll be another seventeen phone calls. All of the songs except for Waffles Going Down was provided by the Podsafe Music Network tonight. Nice. Check them out at music.podshow.com. There's a couple ways you can contact us. You can send us an email at schwagcast at gmail.com or uh, you can give us a call. 206-350-IPOD. 4763. Uh, how else can they contact us? Um, Carrier Pigeon would be good. Smoke Signals if you're right. close by. The other day, I was doing a people search for somebody that I knew. I was basically just looking for a telephone number. Okay. And I'm like, well, I know where he lives. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll try to get it that way. And I did this search, and it was a free search, and I got the information that I needed. But I saw where there was, like, a link where you could, like, pay, like, 20 bucks for, like, a month or whatever kind of service where you could get, like, more detailed information, like jobs and, like, previous addresses. And the one that stunned me, floored me, was you could find out associates of a person. Well, you could actually find out a number of things, like uh, Bob and Kevin's associates, and if his name's not Kevin, you can find out what... Yeah, I was astonished by... I mean, I wanted to look and see what it said for me. Like, what kind of information, if somebody wanted to dredge up that this information. This conversation could... came up when I my car broke down and I got a tow by a guy who repossesses cars for a living. The repo and man. He, he has a vehicle that once he finds the vehicle he's looking for, which isn't hard for him because all he needs to know is your name, and then he can search from your name Jeez. and the bank who has all that information and your your address, your telephone number, your wife's name, your ex-wife's name, your girlfriend's name, your... Jeez. Uh, all of the information that he needs to track down where the car is, and once he finds the car, he takes him 30 seconds to take the car away because it's all automated 
He backs up, the deck comes down, he looks in the camera, pushes a button, and it goes back, <laughs> it grabs the two tires, front or rear, lifts the car, pulls it on, he lifts the trailer up, and he's gone. He has a million-dollar bond he has to have. The product that he has okay. to... Okay, it's like a black oh, box okay. or something like that. Did you say he could repossess a car by not getting out of his truck? Yes. Ooh. And he never asked to get out. Now, you think That's about that. Sad. The vehicle he has has shatterproof windows. Oh, yeah, they need shatterproof yeah. windows. So that's probably why he doesn't want to get out. doesn't have to confront anybody. He never has to talk to anybody. And he can do it quick. Once he's back and the deck's down, it's 30 seconds before he's driving out. See ya! That kind of reminds me of something I read about today, that Los Angeles is the number one spot in the nation for car chases. Oh, yeah. With police. Right. Right, that's why they started televising them, because yeah. they happen like but now, three times a week. In the patrol cars now, they have like up in the front of the car, they're going to have like a like a compressed air type of cannon or gun. And what it is, it's going to shoot out a little unit about the size of a golf ball. And it's like this real sticky kind of thing. Oh. And it buried in GPS. it is, is a GPS thing. Ah, so good idea. So instead of taking the chase, bam, they hit the car with this. And they let it and go. And then they just vector their patrol cars to where it is. But now wow. I'm thinking, okay, they publicize this. So say if you're fleeing from something and all of a sudden the cops just drop off what are you going to do you pull over you pull that little sticky golf ball that's sticking on your trunk and you throw it in the river and you keep going your way well they're going to keep a helicopter above most of the people that are running from the law the last thing that's on their mind is stopping the vehicle and running around to search if there's a blob of uh, car on the back of their car true they're going to be like I lost these guys. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Let's go to the hideout. I'm surprised it took that long for somebody to go, well, wait a minute, why chase these guys and, and, and put the public at risk? Right. And I'm sure they'll probably keep a squad car, like, sure. close by. Right, but just not... Now, you know, let's go back to President Bush. What he's going to do is put one of these on everybody's rear end so he can track them <laughs> wherever they go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do we got? Hey, let's wrap this up already, huh? Are we like near? All the right, end of you know what? You're right. Let's, let's wrap this up. Want to wrap it up? Yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot for joining us for show 19. Jerry, it was a pleasure. Uh, maybe if you'd like to stop back next week, you're more than welcome. Not next week though, because Robert's birthday is oh, on the 14th. Right. We're, it's Thursday. Yep. Not not next Tuesday, but Happy next birthday, Thursday. Robert. Thanks a lot, Waffle and Gecko 3 and the Kitchen Cowboys for sharing your music with us. Thanks really to Jerry it. once again. Thanks thanks to Herb for his insightful news report. Uh, and thank even, you for Ken. Even Ken, as miserable and curmudgeon as you are, we still enjoy hearing you whine and complain about stuff. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. We're about ready to, to shut this operation down and uh, move on downstairs and have a little boxing match. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's, right. let's do some boxing. You know, because sometimes your recorded voice doesn't sound like what you think your voice sounds like in your head. I always thought that was strange, that your voice doesn't sound like what your voice is and your armpits don't smell like your armpits. <laughs> I got the voice thing. The armpits. It's the breath. I have a heart. <laughs> you both not in. I, I got I, an itchy ear. Your ear is red, bro. It looks like a cherry tomato, man. Is it? It is, so <laughs> it is red, man. It must be those. Must be the headphones. Maybe. Got your earlobes all burning up. What the? What the? 
podcast listeners around the world, you're invited to party with Matthew Ebel. Thursday, February 23rd in Nashville, Tennessee. Join Matthew and friends at the French Quarter Cafe to celebrate the release of his new album, Beer and Coffee. It's an all-ages show with no ticket price, no cover charge. And if you tell him you heard about it on this podcast, you'll walk out of there with a free prize. I know your name. Thursday, February 23rd in Nashville, Tennessee, Matthew and his band will play the hits from the new album, Like Wasting My Time. I won't keep wasting my time again and again. And the top five rated song, Drive Away. Drive Away. The show starts at 8.30 p.m. Visit www.matthewevil.com for driving directions and more details. 